Bullshit. What have you told your team about how they've done during the pandemic? How often have you provided specific examples of what they've done well and what that means to your clients and your company during these difficult times? What channels did you use to communicate with them? Because you're going to need more than one. Your team members need clarity and specific feedback about what's working and what's not through multiple channels, multiple ways, multiple times. We as leaders might think we're providing the team what they need. And for the most part, we probably are. But I'll be the first to admit that I can and should do better and do more employee and internal team communication. The opportunity is there for leaders to make a huge impact build trust and engage employees, recognize team members, thank team members, provide specific feedback, that word again, specific, specific feedback to specific employees about what they're doing and how it's making such a positive impact. You also need to provide the why behind what you as the leader are asking them to do. I'm going to give you ideas on how to do this and also take the time to talk to my own team, recognize them, and thank them for all that they've done. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, your no-bullshit marketing firm. Business-to-employee communication, B2E, or B2E storytelling, is a critical part of every leader's job, including mine. The first step in B2E communication is committing to treat employees the same way you treat customers. You need to treat employees the same way you treat customers. So you know that you really strive to keep customers satisfied. You want to listen to customers. You want to understand what your customers are thinking and feeling and what they see as your strengths and competitive advantages, your unique selling proposition. Well, you need to feel the same way about employees. You do market research on your customers. You're asking them what they think. You're listening, you're observing, you're watching, you're seeing the trends. Have you done marketing research with and on your employees? I'm not talking about the quick online survey done once a year, that's okay. Or the more difficult survey that has 15, 20 questions when it should have four or five. Again, those are okay, but I'm talking about real market research, real marketing intel, qualitative market research done on an ongoing basis. You probably actually have the makings of some good qualitative market research from what you're already doing. You and your leadership team are talking to team members on an ongoing basis. Take this step. Come up with three questions four at the most that you're going to have all the leadership team ask of individuals and groups but individuals primarily and you're going to listen to the answers and come back and jot them down somewhere that's the makings of providing you trends and insights about your employees and that's the makings and the starting point for your marketing intel your market research just track what you hear and you'll start to see trends and you'll gain insights that you didn't have
but you also should partner with someone who can be a strategic partner from the outside to do qualitative market research at least on an annual basis with your employees. Employees are going to tell leaders a lot, but they'll tell even more to an outside party. And the employees feel that you're caring even more about them by asking and having that outside party ask. They care that you ask too, but they'll also care that you had someone else do it. And you'll gather so many additional insights to help with your internal communications, your marketing to external audiences, your selling efforts, and even your overall operations. Another step that leaders don't often realize can benefit them and their companies involves drilling down your employee segments with multiple variables. Now think about that. While we're all individuals, we also share some commonalities based on life experiences and our current situation. Digging into those variables can help you to better understand your team and also help you to better communicate with your team. Your engagement goes up, as does your trust, when you're able to tailor messages to segments of employees. Your message resonates more. You're also able to choose different channels to use because we all consume content differently. Some people might see the sign on the bulletin board in the break room. Others might not. Some might read the employee email newsletter. Others ignore it. Some are droning out whenever you're talking to them at a staff meeting. Others are hearing it. You have to use multiple channels because we all consume content differently and we need to be told again and again what the story is. The key is to flesh out those variables and spend time gathering information to learn more and more about what makes your employees tick. This employee segmentation is an area where the do-it-yourself approach is not going to be enough. Just like with market research, the do-it-yourself approach is not quite enough because you simply need insights from experts who are not too close to the situation. And if you say you're going to do this yourself, odds are you're going to put it off or maybe even unintentionally half-ass it or maybe work your tail off and just not have the expertise to pick up some things that someone that lives and breathes this and has an outside perspective and isn't too close to the situation. But employee segmentation, similar to how you need to segment your customers based on their wants and needs, is a vital part of B2E communication and is a vital part of your leadership responsibilities. Once you've done your marketing intel, your marketing research on employees, about what they think and feel and what they see as strengths and their perceptions and their concerns, and once you've done your segmentation so you can better target those groups of employees and have more effective channels and vehicles to reach them, and even tailor your message to reach them, you now can move on to that fun part of tailoring that message, move on to your B2E storytelling. But one other thing, it's important that when you ask these questions on an ongoing basis, you ask three or four questions the first quarter, have all your leaders asking them. You bring in an outside firm to ask four or five questions. Later in the year, you switch your questions up. You have to come back and show that you listened and show that you heard. You come back and explain 
all right, we talked to all of you, you've told us this. And we wanted to clarify that's actually not the case. Here's the reality. You also told us that. We see where you're coming from. We've got to fix that, and here's how we're going to do it. And a lot of people said they wished we could do X. And we're going to put that in our list of strategic ideas and initiatives that we want to focus on. There were a couple other things you told us that are more day-to-day -day operations that each individual manager can work with you on, but we listened and we heard. That's really important when you're doing any kind of market research to customers, employees, strategic partners, referral sources. And so you need to go back and tell them that you listened and heard and show them how you're acting on the information. But now you've done all that. You've done the marketing intel market research. You've done the segmentation to carve out how employees think differently but yet are similar. And you've told employees that you've listened and you've heard and you're changing things. Now you get to do the BT, business to employee storytelling. You need to focus on the why. And equally important, the why now. Your employees are waiting to be led. It's part of the human condition. We want to be led. We also, as humans, want to know the why. What is the purpose? What is our purpose? Why are we doing this? And we want to know the company story. And guess what? If you aren't telling them the company story, if you don't provide it to them, your employees, your team members will make it up. Think about how our time is spent. We all have 24 hours each day. We spend about a third of that most days either trying to or actually sleeping. We spend another third or more of that working, getting to work, getting back home from work, thinking about work, doing work. The remaining third includes all the things we have to do to live, food, shelter, clothing, health, health care. And then there's a smidgen of time where we get to do the fun stuff with the people we care the most about. When we get together with those people that we care the most about, when we get together with family and friends, we're going to talk about our lives. So I know that you immediately start talking about a third of your lives. Every time you're at a party, a function, a get-together, you talk about how you sleep, your sleep patterns, how long you sleep, you know, how much you roll and toss and turn. Nah. Now, you don't really spend any of the time with your loved ones talking about your sleep patterns. Then we're programmed in society to not talk too much about ourselves, our kids, or other family members, because otherwise we come off as that person, that guy or that gal who is full of themselves, and people don't want to hear you go on and on about yourself. So now that takes away two-thirds of our lives. We've maybe made a little bit of small talk about our family and friends, but we want to keep it in place, and we don't want to really necessarily talk about that. Then we talk about all kinds of other stuff. Um, the election year, we talk about politics, we talk about pop culture, we talk about sports music, whatever. But we also spend a good portion of our time talking about what we do. We're proud of it regardless of what that position is. We're proud of it 
We want to have a purpose. It's part of the human condition, which you hear me say a lot. We want to talk about the good at our company, the good about our company. So if you don't provide the story for your team members, they'll make it up not because they're devious, but because they want to talk about what they do and they want to tell it in a way that is positive and they want to tell it in a way that they see it. So without the background or the why, and without the why now and without the purpose, they're going to just say whatever. And that's not good for you, them, or the person they're talking to. And while we're on telling them about that why, I mentioned telling them about the why now. They need to know and understand why they're being asked to do this particular thing at this particular time. So it's not just the why, it's also the why now. And you need to recognize what they've done well. You need to thank them for their efforts but you need to be specific. Again, as humans, we want that specificity because if you just say, nice job, that's okay. It's better than not saying it, usually. But it's not of extreme value. It's not of high value. So you want to be specific, point out what they've done, what the team has done, how they've done it, and what they've done well. You want to talk about the why the why now. You want to talk about the purpose. You want to talk about where they can get better. You want to talk about how they can grow personally and professionally. That's how you build trust. That's how you engage. I also want to do better as a leader. I'm going to practice what I preach by telling my team how much they've done during the pandemic and how much it means to our clients, the company, and to me personally. Our team has always had to work fluidly is probably the most appropriate word, knowing that helping clients tell their stories and solve their customer experience problems isn't a nine to five thing. It, it just isn't. We're fortunate that we have team members who get that and do what they have to do when and where they have to do it in order to make it happen for our clients. That's pre-pandemic, pandemic, and post-pandemic. But during the pandemic, each team member at Mass Solutions has taken their dedication to another level. We've had the daily check-ins internally, frequent touch-based calls, scheduled Zoom calls, texting, emailing, all done in a systematic and ongoing way to ensure we're communicating with each other and our clients. We've used Loom videos to explain things on screen. I've used BombBomb to tell them about the vision, the why, the why now, and it's all helped because our team has really been able to function at a high level. The Mass Solutions team has practiced what they preach. They've taken a no BS approach to adapting their communication and their work styles during the pandemic. They've continued to meet and exceed client expectations, which has led to every single Mass Solutions client sticking with us during the pandemic, and most of them asking us to do even more work for them than before because communication is so critical during the pandemic. So just about every client has done more work than they were doing before the pandemic. It's enabled us to add a number of new clients who have heard about our work to come aboard and become no BS marketers. We've experienced and managed significant growth during these challenging times 
And that's a testament to each and every one of our team members being committed to their craft, committed to our clients, and committed to our company. It's been tough on each of these team members working mostly from home and changing their communication styles. I've watched and admired how they've all come up with creative ways to communicate and provide solutions despite all that's going on around them to make such a positive impact for our clients and for each other. Now, we're far from perfect. We tell new clients that mistakes are going to happen, but their growth opportunities will figure out what happened and why, learn from it, and make it help even more for that client in the future. We use all those situations to grow personally and professionally. So we're not perfect, but we have tremendous talent on this team and dedication and drive and a strong work ethic. So we're going to make a lot of good things happen, and we're going to learn along the way. We've added new team members to manage the growth. Many of those new no BSers have jumped right in and are thriving within our unique culture, and we've learned and grown from their input. I know I should thank them more. I'm thanking them right now, thanking each and every one of you Mass Solutions team members. I want you to know you're appreciated and that you're making a huge impact, again, for our clients, our company, and each other. So that's part of B2E, business to employee communication. It's something we as leaders need to commit to today and into the future. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No BS Marketing Show recorded in our studios in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.